Uncensored. It's time, ladies and gentlemen. Here is the podcast that is all about intellectually immature nonsense. Are a very particular set of skills. <laughs> and by God, this is the BS. Uncensored. Ah, there it is, episode one of the BS Uncensored. Thanks for being here. My name is Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. That is me. There is Nelson. Happy to be along. Hoping to satisfy the juices of audiences in Georgia, Florida, and California, and for anybody else that started to listen to the last podcast and has continued to listen to us via thebaileyshow.com or the Odyssey app or just about anywhere that you can get podcasts. The Apple, uh, I, I don't know if we're on the iHeart, though. I think that's a mm. conflict of interest. Probably. I, Absolutely. I, I do know that when we got out here to California and I took this job, there was a uh, up in arms, a dispute about the name of the show, which mm-hmm. is my name like legally and the BS, which I've been using well before many other people, including bands and the guy from ESPN, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and uh, this is the dispute was that it well, there was a show with the exact same name, the exact same logo on the iHeart app. Hmm. And I was like, that's the strangest thing. I've never, I thought that would get back to me or something. Your identity has been stolen. After doing some major, major fucking research, <laughs> I found out it was me. It was, <laughs> indeed. And the, and the legal team, they never got back to me after that. Huh. <laughs> I was like, dude, what are you doing? Uh, so here's something cool, right? So now that we live in California and Sacramento, and the it's a different way of life. Would you not agree, Nikki? I agree. I mean, even from the Midwest for you, Nelson? Yes. Okay. So the, the South is the South. There's a lot of things I miss about the South. I ain't going to lie. Mm-hmm. I, there's a lot of things I miss about the South. Um, but this is an experience. And you come out here, and it's a totally different way of life. And you adjust and adapt. And, and there are some really cool things that the, the South didn't have, actually. So, you know, you try to. Like what? Uh, I, 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 I like the green space out here. I like the weather. Okay. You know, I mean, that was always my thing living in Florida for so many years is I love the heat and uh, I didn't even mind the humidity, but I I like the green. I'm like a plant. I need sunlight. Sure. Like 24 seven. So those two months in Georgia at January, February, Mm -hmm. when it's raining and it's gray and it's nasty and dirty. It makes me hate life. <laughs> you oh. get depressed when it's raining. Like, I'm sitting there looking through pamphlets going, am I going to buy a house in the Bahamas? Because I need to move. Like, that's how depressing it is. I love the rain. It gives you a time to decompress. I love laying out, putting my windows up, listening to it fall. It's the best. Well, what I was saying is the green space. I mean, there's a lot of things to do in Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, even Florida for the most part. I mean, not the mountains and stuff and the hiking, really. But, you know, you just kind of pick your poison. But out here, the green space is is amazing. Like, I mean, 30 minutes from my house, you know, you go up the hill, as they say, up to Auburn, uh, not like Auburn, Alabama, but Auburn in California, and you're like four or 5,000 feet above, you know, an elevation. Yes. And you've got the American River, and you've got these mountains, and you're going through, and there's tons of people out there. It's very beautiful scenery, for sure. And it's the only fucking time anybody waves at me. 
<laughs> Isn't really? when you're out in the mountains. Like that's what I miss about the South is you're driving around and everybody waves at you. Why do you want people to wave at you so bad? I don't want people to wave at me. I want them to wave back at me. Yes. Because <laughs> you're waving first. Because mm-hmm. I'm waving first. That's what I want. I want reciprocation on my niceness. Yes. You agree? Yeah. That's a Midwest way to wave while you're driving. That's like when you open a door for someone and they don't say thank you. Or they close the door on you. I hate that. <laughs> well, I did not mean to close the door on you. And I, I mean, you're not the only one. I'm not singling you out. I apologize. Thank you. I did apologize that. at the time. You too. did. I you felt did. bad. But, you know, not my fault. Your dumbass ran into it. <laughs> I didn't. In my mind, you were holding it until it slammed into me. Then I'm like, oh, he's not holding it. <laughs> and you're, were you walking around with your eyes shut, Jedi? I was not looking because I was just right behind you. I was not paying attention. I'm Nikki D. And when I walk around, I... <laughs> I walk around and I use the force. In my mind, things are happening that aren't really happening in real time, but I live in this other universe. I'm thinking they're going to happen. Like, I was with this man last night, and let me tell you, in my mind, his penis was 10 inches. I opened my mind, my eyes, and it was six. Not even six. I was like, you're so average. (laughs) In my mind, you were large and in charge. So disappointed. Then he slammed a door in my face. <laughs> Important things happen in there. But so it's uh, weeds legal here, right? And uh, it is. They'll deliver it to you. They'll deliver. My neighbor, you know, she sadly enough is is going through chemo, so she uses the the marijuana to help her out, rightfully so. And actually, her dealer is a, a fan of the show, the radio show. Shout out to him. Yeah, shout out to drug de- drug guy. I don't know your name, but drug deal drug dealer Roseville. You know what Cliff. up? Probably Cliff. Cliff or Ray, you know, something <laughs> like that. So anyway, like I say, I, it's one of those weird things. Every time I'm outside, I see him. So either she's getting a lot of deliveries, or it's just way coincidental. I went for the first time to a dispensary probably two weeks ago. But you don't smoke. I don't smoke, but I went there to get some bomb. I'm Be- sorry. Bomb. Can you spell that? B-A-L-M. Balm. B- oh, balm. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm saying, balm. Are you saying is Pam or Pam? I, I understand what you're saying, yes. Do you hear bomb? Yes, as in an explosive. Or no. in the black community, they would say some bomb, you know what I mean? Like It's the bomb. About, yeah, they're talking about <laughs> weed. So, like. Oh, I thought, like. Bom- no, like, yeah, it could be it's the bomb. But I just mean you're going to get some bomb. Yo, shorty, those pants are the bomb. Uh-huh, but you don't even need the anymore. Just some bomb. And you know what we're talking about. It's real loud. Where she's getting ready to start going to songs like, you dropped the bomb on me. <laughs> Baby. No, I'm saying bomb. I don't know another way to say it. Lotion, maybe. I know it's not, but that's probably help well, you out. Whatever. Bomb. 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 Well, you I guess don't, I got to say it. Bomb. You don't have to say it like you're wrapping your lips around a giraffe's penis. Well, because you want me to enunciate something I'm enunciating. I don't know another way to enunciate. What would you call those fancy trees that they have in, like, California or on islands? Palm trees. There you go. Palm bomb. Palm bomb. Yeah, but you're going bomb. You want to call them a palm tree? Oh, I said bomb. Okay, bomb. Bomb. <laughs> Well, whatever. You don't I'm, have to look distorted when you say I'm it. Not. Just, like, you don't have to move your chest and your shoulders when you speak. <laughs> like, there's, certain, there's certain words that I have to actually put my hands behind my head to say. <laughs> there's no way I can say that word without a corn cob up my asshole. <laughs> and then when I'm saying it, you're staring in my face. I'm like, oh, I gotta okay. make sure I'm saying it right. Balm. 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 Bomb. Now say bomb. Bomb. 
Okay, bomb. Bomb. Balm. Balm. Okay, now we're on the same page. Okay, there you have it. I went that's, there to get some That's Bailey out of stone right there. <laughs> Bailey out of stone. <laughs> Because I have a lot of achy joints, and uh, our friend Nate, he put me onto the bomb a couple years ago, and it came to my mind. It does work. It came to my mind that it worked the last time I tried it, and I'm like, we got dispensaries here, and it's legal. I'm going to get some bomb. So what is it? It's uh, CBD bomb? No, No, I got THC. THC. I got the weed bomb. Okay. THC So you take it, rub it on whatever joint um, stuff you have in it, Takes the pain away. It's a topical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I've I've used the CBD. It didn't work for me, but may, I've heard good things. So it worked for me. I, I put it on my shoulders. They the guy in the store was like, "Oh, it's gonna make you feel sleepy or high." It didn't. It just takes the pain out of your. It, it, but the dispensers are pretty cool, right? They were so high tech. Yeah. It was like, whoa! You have to give your ID, and then they scan it, and then you go through another door. Then they want your ID again. Then they call your name out on yeah. a piece of paper. I'm like, jeez. Who would try to steal or rob this place? So I, I've not been to one here. I'm not a big weed smoker for most of you that know me know that. But so when actually Nate, when we went mm-hmm. to uh, Denver for his bachelor party, I mean, this is many, many moons ago. And, you know, of course, we wanted to go to dispensary because mm-hmm. they all, you know, smoke, smoke, you smoke, smoke. And we go in there you know, like when I was a kid, when I was younger, I smoked. I mean, I started smoking weed when I was 12, you know, so maybe I just ran it. It ran its course, yeah. you know, at a young age or something. I don't know. Either way. So we go into the dispensary. I was blown away. Like. The, not only the professionalism, mm-hmm. the customer service, yeah. the layout, the supply. It's so clean. It's clean. And, you know, the people that are in that industry, they're like, we can't screw up not even once. Nope. Mm-hmm. Because once they do, they're going to take it away. So they take this stuff seriously. Yep. And it's run like a business. You know, you're thinking, I'm going to the dispensary and it's going to be a bunch of potheads behind the counter. That's what I thought. Just eating Cheetos. Oh. But, no, these guys look like you know, ex-executives at Best Buy. Mm-hmm. You know? They got real security in there. They they're got called, uniforms. Dang, yeah. They're called bud tenders. Oh, that's good. Oh. Yeah. I like that. And then sometimes you'll see the little jar chip, uh, tip your bud tender. <laughs> bud Not tender. Chip. Wow, they must be getting a huge backlash now, huh? Oh, right. <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> he was seen. Safe. Kid Rock was seen with a Bud Light. Uh-huh. He's back on the Bud Light train. Mm-hmm. You know, and people are all you know pissed off at him. How much money did that cost them? Wh- what? He didn't just pick up a Bud Light because he's picking up a Bud Light. Oh, I think, I think so. he did because think that's what he already yeah. drinks. This is a this is a classic case of when your friend gets into it with your other friend, you stay out of it because before long they're going to make up and they're going to be back together. And now you're going to be sitting on the side looking stupid. Well, I, I, yeah, I, when he shot up the Bud Lights at a protest, you know, I don't think he was thinking it through. Hmm. And then when he saw the shitstorm that he created, he went away. He didn't talk about it at all. Right. Like so he didn't, it would go away. He didn't comment. I'm, I'm sure every media source was trying to get him on, including Fox News and oh, yeah. any other, you know, right wing based type of, of media source. Notice he didn't do any interviews about it. Nope. And he didn't talk about it afterwards. I think he knew he made a mistake because, the, look, I've met, I don't know the guy personally. I've met him numerous times. I am a big Kid Rock fan as far as his music, right? Agreed. I have a picture with Kid Rock back in the 90s at the grand opening of the Hard Rock in Orlando, Florida, and he's holding a Bud Light, right? Mm -hmm. And think about it. There are things that you just are brand loyal because that's what you've already always done. 
And the company might do something and you get mad at them, kind of like your example, Nikki. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you just have a tiff and you overreact right? because it's a not really tangible. I mean, it is tangible, but, you know, the idea is not really tangible. And you overreact, but you don't take into consideration how compelling you could be and what you can do. Right. So he misstepped because he didn't realize how powerful his celebrity was going. You, you mix his celebrity. Mm-hmm. You mix his celebrity. You mix the world that we're in, mm-hmm. right? And you mix what he did and how he presented it. It's just the perfect storm for people that want to jump on that bandwagon, and not only people that want to jump on that bandwagon. Like I don't care the way. I think it's so. I think it's absolutely stupid that there was such an up in arms over an idea that never even came to fruition. Right, but a lot of people don't even realize that. They think the campaign happened. It was a leak of a possible idea for a campaign with the trans community. Mm-hmm. You know, and whether you agree with it or not doesn't matter. It never happened, right? Like you're mad at something that did not exist uh, up until when Kid Rock heard about it and got wind of it. Right. Right. So, uh, you know, and then it, I, I think afterwards he's like, oh my God, I just, it's, you know, be, be, pet puppy syndrome, cute puppy syndrome. I love it so much, I squeeze it too hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and look what I've started. Right? I love my brand too much. Yep. I squeezed it too hard, and now I've killed it. Yeah. And now we, now the smart thing to do is to rebuild it, is to step up and say exactly what, if that's true, what I'm saying right now. I overreacted. I'm not going to go back on saying that I, I believe in if they would have run that campaign. I don't believe in it. But I overreacted, and in and in turn, I just helped destroy a brand that I love, that I grew up with, and that's my bad. Mm-hmm. That's my fault because if anything, not that they're an American-owned company anymore because right. you know it's overseas, but you still it helps the economy here. There are people that work for Anheuser Busch here in the United States. A lot yeah. of people. There are bars that depend on Anheuser Busch sales to put food on their plate. He destroyed that. It was the number one beer in the country. He should. Well, I- Step up and say, I didn't take any of those things into consideration. On on that, um, it's my bad. I didn't mean to do it. But he's still not. He's not saying anything. Even after they've seen him out drinking it and people are going crazy, he's still not talking. And and you know what? And people should accept his apology and get over it and move on. You can't stay mad forever. Well, oh, people want something until- to be mad at anyways. They get He gave them something to be mad at, and now he's gone back on it. They're going to stay mad if he apologizes or not. But yeah. you can jump to... You know, you, you can always find something to be mad at. I like promise deflect. I can. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Just deflect. Just deflect. Be mad. Yeah. Like, blame somebody else. Like, they, the Budweiser, he should come on and, and represent Budweiser and say, you know what? It was actually Miller that told me to do it. <laughs> that is what's up. <laughs> that beer is so pissed at him. <laughs> it was actually, you know, there's this guy over there. <laughs> His name's actually Miller. <laughs> Miller. And, uh, and he told us to do it. He said it was a good idea. And so you blame those guys. But anyway, well, going back to the weed thing here in California. So I was coming to work the other, uh, no, I was leaving work the other day. You know, we get out of here, you know, probably the building 11, 12, something like that. Mm-hmm. And on, on, did you just? No. Nope. Okay. Uh, on the ledge. Did you hear it? No, I didn't. I didn't. That one time I did not. <laughs> okay. On the ledge, uh, there was a half smoked Swisher sweet joint. Whoa. Is that what you call it? It's a blunt. It's a blunt. blunt. That's a blunt. Okay. It, <laughs> most, had to argue about blunts. Oh, yeah, I had an argument about blunts yesterday. <laughs> most people would edit that, but I'm going to keep that in. Yeah. 
I sound it's, I sound it very not cool. It's just, it's just you don't smoke, so you wouldn't know. Okay. What, what was the argument you had? No, Nelson had an argument yesterday about blunts and joints. Blunts and joints. Yes. So blunts are in Swisher Sweets? Yeah, anything yes. that's in like a, a wrap, a tobacco wrap. Sometimes they make non-tobacco, but it looks like a cigar. What about a, a zi- was it called a zigzag? Zigzag's a brand. Zigzag's a brand of paper that you would roll a joint with. But that's a joint. That's a joint. Okay, that's what that's what I would say. Yeah. Okay, a joint is in the paper. Yes. Mm-hmm. A joint is white. Yep. Mm-hmm. And a, a blunt is brown. A blunt is brown. Yes. yes. Sorry, Nikki, you're out. What do you mean I'm out? <laughs> There's only white and brown. No black. <laughs> brown is black. <laughs> right. So anyway, I'm I'm leaving, and there's a half smoked blunt uh-huh. on the ledge. You know, there's a bunch of windows outside of our building, mm-hmm. and they're they're separated by you know a thick silver ledge, and it's like you know an inch ledge. And there's a and I'm going, this is the California lost and found. <laughs> <laughs> it's the equivalent. I'm assuming with states that have uh, decriminalized marijuana, right, mm-hmm. uh, uh, or made it legal, it's the equivalent of if you ever smoked cigarettes, and there was a time in my life that I did, that in order to save, especially money, especially nowadays, oh yeah, if you smoke a half a cigarette, you're just trying to get your little Jones uh, fix mm-hmm. before you go in, you you put the, the half of it out, Right. You save it. Now, normally you would put it back in the box, right? Right. Yeah. But it stinks. It stinks even more. When it's weed. So if you can find a place to hide it outside, you hide it outside. That was a That's a cigarette person thing. Yep. Right? But what if somebody comes by and picks it up or takes it or spit on it? I don't know. I wouldn't go back and smoke something I left outside. Oh, I w- if I was still smoking pot for as hard up as I am for money, if he would say that right now and I knew it was still sitting outside... I'd go pick it up and smoke it. Yeah, and just your luck, it'll be laced with fentanyl. <laughs> just uh, no, no, Nikki, just our luck. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki, D, I'm built different. Okay? Just our luck, it'd be laced with fentanyl. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'll do that. <laughs> but when you smoke things, uh, as far as tobacco things, mm-hmm. you don't think about that stuff. No. Y- if anything, you try to justify it by saying, "Well." <laughs> When I light it, the fire is going to kill anything. Yep. <laughs> Never mind, you're not lighting the part you're putting in your mouth. And it's like, why wear a condom? We're in the hot tub, and it's hot, and chlorine's going to kill it. You know, that's kind of the same philosophy. I'm using that. I've never thought of that before. What? That's not going to work. Oh, there are the women that are dumb enough to sleep with me, that's dumb enough to work. Oh, no, it's not. Y'all just told me, what, a couple months ago or something, uh, uh, when we were talking about this, I can't have sex in the water because it's going to make me dry or something. Didn't y'all say yeah, that? you're not supposed to have sex Gross. in the water because yeah. like, it like removes your natural. That's what was said to me on this show. Why are you looking like that? I wasn't here that day. You were here. <laughs> I didn't say I would never say that. You didn't Those say it, but words, it was said on this show to me. Okay, I don't remember. I w- and that's, you brought it up. That I, I, I promise I did not. Talk about your vagina and dryness in the same <laughs> sentence. Why I would it? never do that. Why I promise you. lubricant you think it is when it comes No, to you brought up the fact that I wanted to have sex in water. Oh, that was the uh, Aquavag uh, yeah. episode. Or show. <laughs> so, yes. No. But yeah, but I never said that. that that's a Nelson thing to mm-hmm. say. You know. So what do you do? Like you would get a girl in the hot tub and you just don't want to strap up? I don't like to strap up ever. Have you heard of pregnancy and disease? Like you need another kid. Vasectomy. Okay. That doesn't save you from diseases though. I've just been lucky in that regard. No one Nelson, he's probably like, man, I really hope I get AIDS. I need to lose some weight. (laughs) Yeah, it's a good time. (laughs) 
<laughs> and it's very manageable, I've heard now. Do you have an HIV diet uh, <laughs> menu? They said they can get the levels to undetectable. <laughs> if Magic Johnson could do it, Nelson could do right. it. Right. Yes, because he and I Nelson, are built the same. Just put on a condom and cut it out. <laughs> well, Nelson, you look really him. good. What have you lost? 100, 200 pounds uh-huh. in a week? Wow, yep. that's really good. What, what did you... This girl had the hiv. <laughs> yep. But I knew it. I actually sought her out. Yeah, I was trying to get her in there. Positively positive. That was the name of the app. And when I was probably like in, I guess in my late teens, uh, we went up to Orlando. I was living in Sarasota at the time. Uh-huh. And a buddy of ours was graduating college. So we were not, I don't know if we were in college or we were in college, but not. I wasn't at UCF then. Anyway, this is back in the day and when downtown Orlando was nothing what it is now. Uh, and so anyway, we're down there. It's like, I think my first time. And so I got a fake ID and it's a bunch of us. We never made it to the poor guy's graduation because we went out the night before and got so drunk, <laughs> but, uh, we were walking around and in the middle, splitting downtown Orlando, our train tracks with an actual running train that mm-hmm. will go back and forth. And we were, wa- I was like, let's walk on the train tracks. Cause you can walk on the train tracks and split the different streets, but it was cool. I just wasn't used to, I guess, walking on tra- I wanted to do like the stand by me thing. Uh-huh. And- so we're walking on the train tracks, we're drunk, and this homeless guy starts walking towards us. And he looks like, you know, um, the whole, like the hobo in Polar Express. You know, okay. he's just like, you know, the, the he had a long jacket, and he's just kind of flowing, and, uh-huh. you know, he's kind of staggering, and he's carrying something, and you just knew he was homeless. So he walks up, and he's like, hey, guys. I was like, hey, you know, we're drunk, we're stupid, naive. Hey, man, what's going on, bro? How you doing? You don't look all that good. You know, we're, like, we're going to give money. We have no money ourselves. <laughs> like, hey, man, what's going on? He's like, hey, what you guys doing out, man? You want to party? We're like, hell yeah, we want to party. He's like, you want to hit off of this? Oh, nope. And he's got a half-smoked joint. Oh, yep. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> My point is, is you don't care. Yeah, y'all just did it. You don't care. Yeah, we're you know. drunk. But then your best friend tries to lean in and tongue you, and you're like, no, that's disgusting. <laughs> I told Nelson something similar to this earlier because he gave his food away to a homeless person, and he felt bad about it. And I said kind of the similar thing of what you're saying. You don't really feel bad because they needed, even if it's not what you might think is the best condition of the food because there was nothing wrong with the food. Well, you felt bad. Why? Because he had take a nibble. Why, why you got to, no well one of them did have a nibble out of it i in looking at it was not <laughs> it's, it's always it's always the paw <laughs> i the paw. so shamed <laughs> so much shame over here so much shame with me i didn't eat any more of it because i couldn't tell definitively if it was properly cooked all the way through so that's why you didn't eat it yeah yes that's why i've been giving you my food because i didn't know if it was cooked either. <laughs> oh well, then i'm fine then i got an iron gut <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I don't know how you give raw overnight oats, but the well, chicken I heated up, so I was fine. Because those nights weren't overnight. They were, <laughs> they were during day. the day. Same day. <laughs> Same day oats. No, so I wasn't 100% sure uh-huh. that it was fully cooked, and I was going to take it home and heat it up in my air fryer, but then I saw these two homeless people, and I felt compelled, and I gave them the chicken. Hello, this is Johnny Mascara with Fox 40 Sacramento. (laughs) (laughs) The Sacramento Police Department are on the lookout for a heavyset white male. About 6'2", 4'15". 
put that over, I guess. We have an all-points bulletin for this man who is going around making our homeless in Sacramento have diarrhea. (laughs) We're calling him the Salmonella Bandit. (laughs) So if you see this, this is a... This is a sketch of him. And this is like a circle with stick legs. <laughs> <laughs> with a with a I Heart Omaha shirt on. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and a little face with glasses. <laughs> we, we believe his name is Nelson. We're just gonna call him Nelson. That's mm. all. If oh you see god. Nelson, turn him in, call this phone number. There is a reward. Salmonella Bandit is out on the list. He's continuing to go to restaurants and order chicken and ask for it to be undercooked. We feel like he has a vendetta against the homeless of Sacramento. <laughs> the unhoused. You know, it'd be funny if you ran into those people again and you tried to give them food and they're like, no, 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 I used to have a lot of friends, not a lot, but you know, I used to do this bit back in back in my buckethead days, uh, called Bucketheads. Um, God, what did I call it? Uh, homeless. Oh, Bucketheads Bum Rap. That's okay. that's what it was called, Bucketheads Bum Rap. And uh, I would on so I was doing nights on WJRR in uh-huh. Orlando, and I would get up early Monday morning. And I would take my mini disc recorder and I had it in a satchel, which I still have the satchel, you know, like mm-hmm. the sling bag that goes over. Mm-hmm. And I loaded up the front pocket with tons of change, like five dollars in change. Okay. You know, tons of change. And then I had my blue mini disc recorder. For those that don't know what a mini disc was, they were they were a thing for a minute trying mm-hmm. to, I think, out C D the C D. Yes. Yeah. But it never came to fruition. Yep. But us in radio thought it was high-tech stuff post-cassette. We kept it alive longer than it needed to be alive. And cart, right? And we could record on it, and it would record digitally. Yes. And now you couldn't get it off digitally. It wasn't a a, uh, a disc. Uh-uh. You had to still get it off in real time, right. but you had more space on it, right? Yep. So um, anyway, so uh, I would go out there with this thing. And there was this one, and I would ask them just simple news questions. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a different day and age in radio. I mean, now you do something like that, you're making fun of them. And, you know, and, and I, maybe I was, maybe I wasn't. I know there there's some websites that had my information on it. They were very mad at me, but it, it was it was funny. <laughs> and I gave them money, and I wasn't mean to them or demeaning to them. You know, I, I actually made friends with them, and I would see them later on, like when I'd go down to downtown, and I knew where they lived or hung out, and uh-huh. I would give them extra money. Mm-hmm. Um, they would know my name. I'd know their name. They knew what I was doing. But there was this one guy, and I'm sure by now he's long gone, but uh, he, I mean, his like, if you sit there and you talk to some of these people, their stories are amazing. And some of them, not all of them, but some of them, it, it's self-inflicted. Like, they choose this lifestyle. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the ones that I encountered were the ones ex-military. And when I say ex-military, I'm talking like Vietnam ex-military. Yeah. And they have such a grudge against their country that they just wanted to be off the grid, you know, and then things just kept happening. A divorce, the kids left, you know, that right. they lost the job, and then it just snowballed and snowballed until you have a mental breakdown. Now, unfortunately, when they probably had their mental breakdown, they didn't have the opportunities in the education like people have now mm-hmm. with the accessibility to mental health, mental illness, hotlines, and people that understand 
and, and embrace right, they didn't it. Have the help. They did not have the help. Mm-hmm. Well, and even now, the VA isn't exactly like top notch when it comes to embracing mental health. Not at all. I believe they call that the silent suffering. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Right? So anyway, I would get to know them, and I was just amazed at how like their stories and how they like this one guy in particular that I'm talking about how he chose the lifestyle. He wanted that lifestyle. He chose that lifestyle. So uh, I was with him one day when he was dumpster diving for food. And he went in and got this. It was hot. Mm-hmm. And he went in that day and he got this thing of sushi. I'll never forget this. Oh, my God. And it was half eaten. And it was like sushi from a grocery store sushi oh. that was thrown away. Mm-hmm. And it, But it was still covered. And he was very excited because it was covered. Right. And Protected. he pulls the thing off. And, of course, he doesn't smell that great. And, and then when he pulls the thing off, it, like, overshadowed his smell oh no yeah and i mean it was disgusting and he was so excited about it because it was covered and he just brushed it off there was like some stuff on top uh-huh. he just brushed it off and he starts down in it and eating it and it's getting caught in his big old scruffy gray beard and as i'm watching this man do this and we're getting ready to i'm getting ready to record him i wanted him to eat first and when i and, and i'm thinking i'm going why don't doctors look for the cure for a lot of diseases inside these people's stomachs? Right. I said that to Nelson. I said their yeah. stomachs are different because, unfortunately, some of them probably, like, eat food out of garbage cans and things, so they're going to be fine. It, the, the, there's just, I mean, there's a, a theory. I mean, it's not even a theory. I mean, there's a lot of truth to, you know, like when, you know, you're, you're, you have a kid, you want the kid to get the different viruses and stuff so they yep. can shots, yep. get in no Vital. no not the shots i'm talking about actually the actual not, viruses yeah, yeah to get the immunity you know during the COVID run right it was a lot of people were like don't give me the vaccination this is part of life i'm healthy enough i'm gonna battle this head on now mm-hmm. it worked out for a lot but it didn't work out for all right you know so you chose poorly you chose the wrong pill but these guys like some of the food that they're able to digest like i couldn't even look at it Mm-mm. and i was upset I bet you there's a secret in their stomachs. Yeah. A secret in their tummies. You know. So. You make me feel a lot better. That's I feel double better now. She kind of calmed me when she was like, listen, look at what they're eating anyway. But that that makes it next level, I feel. I don't feel bad. Well, about let me it. finish my thought. Oh, God. He With died. the exception of raw chicken. <laughs> <laughs> raw fish is fine, but not chicken. Right. But yeah, exa- I mean, you can eat raw fish. You can take a fish out of the ocean, eat it, and you'll be fine. <laughs> But I mean, th- there's an exception to every rule on chicken. So yeah, you exception. you you would be the you'd be the exception to it. So uh, if you don't already, we hope that you give us a follow. We're gonna do these uh, these these uncensored podcasts. I don't know why I called it uncensored. I'm not gonna cuss a lot, but um, you it was know, fun a couple of times. Huh? Oh yeah, yeah. I had to throw that in there to make it an actually did it, uncensored podcast. Feel like you had to force it a little bit. Uh huh. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> But it's going to happen. But the only reason I say it's uncensored is because unlike, you know, the terrestrial radio show, this is all over the place. Mm-hmm. And this is just one long conversation that we're going to have. So right. that's, I guess, the maybe I'll rename it. I don't know. But that's what this is going to be. You know, for those of you that listen to the radio program, and we hope you do no matter where you're at, uh, again, on the Odyssey app or thebaileyshow.com, you know, we've gone through some changes um, and uh, it's it's all strategy from the powers that be and Mm -hmm. as employees we're just you know following along so uh and hope that it all works out for the best in which i'm I'm sure in some shape form fashion it will all work out for the best but uh i still have to do my podcasting thing right you know and unfortunately because of the shortened version of the radio show because of the music added 
you know, it's taken our normal podcast that we would upload that people really enjoyed from over three hours to just over an hour. Mm -hmm. And it does. Plus, this is therapy for me. It gets, you know, lets me do what I believe that I'm good at. I mean, it's worked for 30 years. So um, this is kind of my therapy. So we hope that you enjoy it and, you know, like to listen to it. I mean, it's, this is only going to be, I don't even know, about an hour. So I don't even know how much we've been talking right now. No, we're just shy of a half hour, I think, at this point. Yeah. So I don't, I mean, it's going to be longer some days. Some days it's not going to be longer. Did you see Nikki D? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if you saw it. I don't even know if it's been released. I think I told you this. Our old boss. What? Got fired. Oh, I haven't seen it, but I heard it. Yes, you told me that. I told you that. Yeah. Yeah. Is this the one? The the exclusive. Is this the boss that asked me if I'd be able to control you? No, 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 no. He was uh, was fired a while back. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. He was fired a while back. His, it was the big boss. Oh, I gotcha. At the former employer that ruined a lot of lives, has a really bad track record not only in Atlanta, but in other cities as well, had a guy that would really kind of be a lead blocker that would shield, you know, Uh him from a lot of things. But from what I've heard and read, uh, it was termination, which means that he wasn't able to protect him anymore. And I'm wondering what it was. I'm wondering if it's what I think it is, which I wouldn't like. Nobody would be shocked. Right. Oh, I got you. There's a lot of women that were probably line up to go, yep, yeah, I agree with that. Oh. Me too, me too. Me too, yeah, me too, yeah, me too, me too, me too. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, it was just, you, you kind of like, when you when you work for somebody and you finally see the end of a tenure, right, you, you play the what if game, okay? <laughs> like, you know, so our time, mine and Nikki's time, more my time, I guess, in, in Atlanta, because Nikki joined the show afterwards, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, we had a good thing. We had a really, really good show, mm-hmm. you know, and then it started falling apart when it became successful. And that was because roles weren't defined. Sure. That was bad leadership, bad management. You know, that's not my job. People were not doing their jobs. And so that goes all the way to the top. You just wonder if you worked for somebody that had good leadership, like like we did not have back in Atlanta. Right. You know, on that level. I mean, there were good leaders but the problem with today's corporate world is that every nobody wants to walk on nobody wants to walk on anyone's toes. Mm-hmm. Right? And once somebody makes a decision, they make sure everybody signs off on that decision. So nobody's wrong, everybody's right, everybody's wrong, no one's right. So they're leading by committee. Right. It's a lead by committee. It's like, well, you agreed on it. Right. Don't blame me on this. You know, one of those types of things. And, and, you know, and and their job is to not let people like me or us know that's what they do. Sure. But when you're friends with so many people in that world, in that position, you learn the tricks and Uh then you get close enough to them to ask them about those things (laughs) and go, is that true? But, you know, you go back to that show, Nikki, and our time in Atlanta, um, which was wonderful. And and I I miss all my friends there. I miss I miss my house that I'm still trying to sell there, which hopefully in the next couple of days we'll have a contract on. Uh, I miss playing tennis with my old friend fellows. Oh, your tennis pals. I haven't played tennis in like two and a half, three months. And really? that's so unlike you. I still can't believe you haven't gotten back into the swing of well, that. One day at a time. Well, I, well, I don't, well. Nice pun, by the way. I, I, I do probably have some more time now. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have anybody to play with. That's the thing. I had a dude that I was playing with, but last time I played with him, I never heard from him again. 
Oh, that, I thought that's why you hard, joined the you? club, though, so you can just go play randomly with people. Well, so did I. And there was, it turned out to be kind of like this bait and switch. You know, you get there and you see all these people playing tennis. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, cool. You know, I'll be introduced to people. And that's what the lady told me. She's like, oh, the pro's going to introduce you. You know, he's going to want you to come out and take a lesson for free right. with him just to kind of gauge where you're at. And then he'll line you up with people and this and this and that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, that's great. That's great. That's great. So he's like, yeah, he's going to call you here in a couple of days. Well, like weeks passed. I didn't hear anything. And so I finally reached out again. I'm like, when is this happening? You know, it's been now three. I'm getting ready to pay a monthly installment <laughs> and I haven't done anything. Done anything. And so we're like, what do you want me to hang out in like the the little area when people walk in and be like, hey, you guys need somebody to play with? <laughs> right. You want me to play tennis with me? There wasn't like a billboard or a bulletin board where you just post your name. It wasn't anything like that. Anyway. So finally, the guy calls me, and I go out there, and I hit with him. And he's like, "Okay, you know, you're about a, you're you're a four zero player, and you know, it's like I, I got per- the perfect group of guys that I'm going to connect you with. Perfect group of guys I'm going to connect you with." I'm like, "Oh, great! I'm I'm ready to go." Was, they got leagues. I was like, "Put me on a team. Mm-hmm. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play." <laughs> Anything back? Nothing. Zero. And you're still paying this membership? I have there? to. I signed a contract for a year. Oh. Uh, so it's like got a gym and everything that I don't use. It's just there. I put it on freeze, though. So I'm not paying the full price. Oh, okay. But I'm just throwing away like $15 a month. Mm-hmm. So I talked to the lady, and she and she was like, oh, my God, I can't believe. You know. Okay, let me do this. She's very sweet, very nice. And, but she's like, you know, l- 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 if you go to this website, you can do this. And you, I was like, I don't want to do any of those things. No. I want you to have somebody call me and say, hey, dude, do you want to hit on Saturday? Right. That's what you're paying the money for. That's what I want. I don't want to have to hunt somebody down online like I'm like I'm on a dating app. <laughs> do they have some uh, friend tennis playing apps? Oh, they, they do. Oh, yeah. On Facebook? Oh, for sure they do. So Atlanta is the number one tennis community in the world. They and they have Alta, which is awesome. Uh, I miss that so much playing Alta with the guys. But you, face like on Facebook, there's different communities. Like mm-hmm. you'll go in there and I'll, I'll get because I'm, I'm part of them. I'll see posts all the time like. Single white middle aged male looking for a three five player in the Dunwoody area. Oh. If you're available after seven, that's the best time for me. <laughs> By the way, I like long walks on the beach and a good halibut. Ah, <laughs> uh, but maybe you should try that here. Uh, Go on I, a tennis Facebook group and put up a post. W- what's crazy is tennis is not as big here as it is in it. Like because they're playing wild. pickleball here, that's why. They're playing pickleball everywhere. That's a problem. But the, there's no they're all hard courts. So it's big, but it's not as big. Oh, gotcha. Like, this is not a big tennis community, which is crazy because the weather is so perfect. Right, and people outside every day doing something. Right, every day. So, anyway, back to the, the old boss getting fired. I, I, I played the what-if game when I heard it. <laughs> I was just like, what if they would have done that when they should have done that? You know, the guy was there for eight years. He was. I was like, you know, he should have been gone a year into it. Mm-hmm. I knew it was bad. I'm 48 years old right now. When he first got into town, I don't know if I've ever told you this story. When he first got into town, uh, I was celebrating a birthday. So uh-huh. Rach threw me a surprise party with the help of my old partner, Steve, uh, a, a surprise 40, 40th birthday. Oh, okay. And we were having a blast, and, and it was so much fun, and people from work came, and friends came, and it was, it was such an awesome time. Mm-hmm. You know, Rach took care of just about everything, and then I think Steve took care of the venue and helped out tremendously, uh, and blah, blah, blah. So, uh... He was invited, of course, mm-hmm. and he got drunk real fast, 
And he was, I fucking, my wife and Steve's wife like nobody's business. Oh, no. Nope. I couldn't believe it. I mean, I'm watching it in real time. And I'm like, how do you handle this? Like, I mean, you know, and Steve and I actually talked about it. I was like, because he was, I fucking, his wife more than mine. Dang. And I'm like, how do you handle this? What did you do? I did nothing. Oh, that's what, what you, most people did. What do you do? Yeah, most people did nothing. I've, I've, I've seen him do that in real time as well. I mean, when we complained about the racist jokes in the hallway. Yeah. When he was a part of it. They said we heard wrong. They said we heard wrong. <laughs> oh, did you? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess it was, uh, we must have heard an ER, and it was they were using an A. The a, the soft A. <laughs> the soft A. Mm-hmm. That's what we heard wrong. So, you know, what comes around goes around. You know, I'd like to say I don't like to see anyone lose their job, but there are some people in this world that I'm okay with it. He's one of them. <laughs> because obviously he was okay with me losing mine. Yeah. You know, since he's the one that did it. He and was it, tore up. And actually said out loud, uh, I want to fire that guy to somebody. Oh, that's <laughs> what, kind of boss, what kind of boss says that, you know, out loud? That's after after doing league. everything I did for uh, for that radio station. All right. Um, give us a like. Give us a share. Give us a follow at Listen to the BS. Uh on uh, on just about every platform, right? Mm-hmm. I've been, I, I started the threads thing and then I just bailed. It's just Same. Not, it's just not convenient for me. I don't I don't see that thing lasting. But for those of you that are in the uh, Sacramento audience that listen to the show on 98 Rock, and you don't know about it, I mentioned two peers every so often. So our original fan base for not only the old radio show but the the podcast in which the po- actually the pot no no it wasn't the radio show it was just the podcast it was just the podcast because the whole concept with being a two-peer is the two percenter mm-hmm. and it was a slap in the face to radio because in in the radio business if it's not working it's just the two percent yep you're right so <laughs> it <laughs> If it's working, it's great. But if it's not, it's only two percent of the audience. Nobody's. Don't worry about it. Nobody's listening. Like you know, if you get blown up on the, you know, if you have a text, like we have a text, we get text service or Facebook or some social media. Uh, don't worry about it. It's only two percent of the audience. <laughs> it's only two percent of the audience. Mm-hmm. So the joke was like, okay, bite my ass. I'll take two percent of the internet audience when I started the podcast. Yeah, right. So then it just kind of turned into be called, people being called two peers. And then it just kind of rolled off the tongue. Yeah. And then people really enjoyed it. And we had merch and stuff, and it was pretty cool. People like to have a club. You know what I mean? Be a part of something. Yes. Yep. So with that being said, if you know, you're know you new to that and, and you just started kind of following us here in Sacramento, uh, we have a private Facebook group that if you look for the BS Two Peers, uh, and we'll post that on at Listen to the BS Two if you want to join and get approved, um, it's, you're going to meet, don't be a dick because there are people that will tear you apart. Yeah. You know, so if like you're out just to get me or get us or something, it's not the place to do it. I <laughs> promise you. Uh, we've got some loyal people in there. Um, but they're, they're really good people. I mean, even the ones that give me a hard time. I was going to say, yeah. You know, Chris and Jordan, those guys, <laughs> the, those dudes, they get, they bust my balls all the time. But I think when it's all said and done, even Michael Harris, every once in a while. Mm-hmm. But I think when it's all said and done, there's love and respect yes. back and forth. Absolutely. Because you know, they, 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 they're very loyal and they, they've been very supportive and I'll never forget that. Hence why we're launching this podcast yep. based off of the past, the present, the future, 
and you guys. So that's the whole gimmick there. All right. So that's episode one. Just us bullshitting. Sometimes we'll have guests. I don't... see what you did there. Huh? BSing. Oh, did I say that? You said, yeah, well, you, you said bullshitting, but yeah, you said. I did say that. I said bullshitting. Mm-hmm. But I get what, yeah. Yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> I swear to God, I've it's got early. St- I got early stages of dementia. I kid but you, you not. You just said it, though. <laughs> I know. I, I, but I forgot. Oh said my what? Gosh. Or is that is that dementia or Alzheimer's? That'd be I think both. Well, I think Alzheimer's is a type of dementia. Can you forget you have dementia if you have Alzheimer's? I think so. I would think so too. <laughs> you would hope so. The same, same. You guys are being crazy. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, you just got diagnosed with Alzheimer's. You do realize you have dementia too, right? No, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki D, you got anything? Um, I just posted the link up on our Listen to the BS page, so if you want to join us, go ahead and do it now. Okay. You want to give a kiss to the audience? Right? A kiss to the audience? Like, no. Okay. Nelson will. Uh, yeah, and I'll give you some <laughs> undercooked chicken. <laughs> Look at that. That's a salmonella See, smooch. he's good at that. I'm not. Did you, know, did you know that you had a brown tooth? It, yes. Oh, that's my dead tooth. I call it the black You're pearl. You're just noticing it now? Just, just noticed that. You've right never now. seen my dead tooth before? He talks never. about the black pearl all the time. Was that what he's talking about? That's yeah. what he references when he says that. The oh. tooth. Yes, yeah, the black pearl. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Can I we... can't believe you just now saw my dead tooth. Exactly. What are you doing? Huh? Can we not do something about that? It's disgusting. I've t- We've talked about you do have dementia. You definitely have dementia. We had a whole conversation <laughs> I told about you, that. I have to bleach it from the inside. <laughs> and it's not worth it. <laughs> you asked the same thing last time. Now I can't tell if you're fucking with me. I'm not. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God. He looks serious to me. <laughs> all right, I need a nap. I, I got to go. I, that, I swear to God, I, knew, I didn't even know he had a tooth layer. I'm like, it was all brown. It's uh, gross. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, just, like it's, it's there every day. You look at him yeah. every day. Uh-huh. Maybe he just doesn't smile. No, because I got a dead tooth. Either he doesn't smile or he's always got like a sub in his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll continue the dead tooth conversation at a later date for a show. All right. uh, Look, thanks. Appreciate the support. We'll talk to you soon. Get off my lawn. It's old man Kevin, and the BS is done for right now. Please share, like, and support. TheBaileyShow.com Now, get out of here.